You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Afternoon, at the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal health. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanit. I'm a dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Thursday. I know we are. We are in our new studio here on Northwest Thurman. It is great. It's very comfortable for us. Well, it's the first time I actually feel like I'm in a radio studio because, well, it's the first time we're in a radio studio. <laughs> there is that. But yeah. it's so much bigger and nicer and more comfortable than our old studio even. Yes. It's uh, it's really nice. And uh, Buck is over there. He has, uh, he has begrudgingly become our producer, whether he likes it or not. Yeah, until it... Such time where we don't let him back in the building. Like, you're not really hired, but you're just here. The old Milton Wadhams fixed the glitch thing? Yeah. Like, no one really knows. Like, Buck isn't really our producer, but he is our producer, and there's no one else that's going to be the producer. So I think by default, Buck's our producer. Until further notice? (laughs) Until further notice. Until we suspend him for some sort of strange belief that he has. Until you work on your behavior. (laughs) I can see you guys now. That's nice. Yeah, we can see him now. He's handsome. Didn't know that. Well, I don't have to guess when one of you is going to continue talking after a pause. That, that's has right. fun. You can right. see me flip you off when you state that cold cuts is the best <laughs> food on the planet. I got some support on the text line for yeah, that. Yeah, he did. He did. There were people cold coming cuts. in. Because other people are idiots, too. That's just, honestly, Buck, of all the bad takes that have been given on this program, <laughs> of all the foods you can eat, like your last meal on earth, your favorite thing, and you're going cold cuts. Damn well, straight. You basic white bitch. As a, as a man who has traveled <laughs> Well, it wouldn't world, be on white bread. <laughs> Like Buck has, it's 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 a shocking bit of commentary. Yeah, that's something, and he that, should probably be suspended for a minimum of five uh, days. Until too. you can disavow cold cuts is the best food on the planet. This is some. This is something my brother would say. This is something that that like eats well done steaks and eats at Wendy's a lot. Like, like why aren't you going to say that that the Arby's roast beef is the best sandwich? Uh, like, it's just, it's ridiculous. I'm trying to come up with a Kyrie esque defense for this, and I don't have one. I, I'm going to stand by it. Well, because it's absurd. I will fail to disavow. It's just a, it's absurd. Well, if you say something anti-Semitic, we'll forget about this. I, I'm not going to do that. Oh, can I ask to do with the, in regards to no, the Kyrie we, we, Irving? We're thing? really behind. <laughs> oh yeah, ooh, five oh nine. Yeah, we're really behind. And this and hour, got, and we got quick. And... This is the most action-packed hour of our week. Mm. The five o'clock hour on Thursday. Damn so that I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta. We'll be able to talk about it more later or tomorrow. But uh, right now, we got to move on. Jason Quick, our Blazers insider, is coming up next. When will Damian Lillard be back? 
Uh, Ropping the bank, we have locks, and I may go with the 10-unit play today. <laughs> Just get ready to fade it, uh, boys and girls. And then Club 1080, uh, which states have the most dangerous animals? But right now, the Hot 5 at 5. Oh! Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot 5 at 5. That's hot. The Hot 5 at 5 on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot 5 at 5 with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number 5. Well, the Spurs drafted Josh Primo 12th overall last year. They recently cut him after reports he exposed himself to a clinical psychologist. Uh, she says that the Spurs, in a stunning turn of events, the Spurs did nothing as she repeatedly claimed that his junk would be out in uh, sessions. So she is now suing. She has filed a lawsuit. Her attorney is Tony Busby, who is the same guy who is representing all the women against Deshaun Watson. Yeah, they're saying that she's claiming that he took it out nine times. And now the Spurs are saying that he never did this at all. But if that's the case, why did they cut him? And why did he release a statement saying that he's surprised by today's announcement, but he's been looking to uh, deal with a previous trauma that he suffered and will now take the time to focus on my mental health treatment more fully? Mm-hmm. I hope to be able to discuss these issues in the future so I can help others who have Hey, I appreciate privacy at this time. So if he got cut for something that he didn't do, why on earth do you release that statement as opposed to, I didn't take out my wing? <laughs> Oh, he did that ass. <laughs> it's just seems a little weird. His attorney is claiming that he never knowingly exposed himself nine times. Four. Nine times. He says he was not aware his parts were visible. Yeah, and, but they are claiming that the 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 forty year old therapist is doing this to railroad him and doing it for money. John Harbaugh lied to us when he said he didn't think Ravens receiver Rashawn Bateman's injury was serious. Uh, he is done for the season. Yeah, I thought it was weird. They said in, in their statement, they said that this was his decision. I thought that was kind of a crappy, like, they said he could have tried to rehab this or play through it or decide. Uh, so they were like, well, it's his decision. Like, oh, okay. Either way, you have one of the bottom passing offenses, like 26th in the league. And really, you had one established receiver. And now you have none. You didn't go out and, and get anyone at the trade deadline. I guess you got Deshaun Watson that you can activate, but he's been around for a thousand years. You mean Deshaun Jackson? Deshaun Jackson, not Deshaun Watson. Sorry. That'd be something. That would be something. Who? Someone was doing that earlier. Like, uh, was that Schultz who kept saying Deshaun uh, Watson? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I when, think when, when they signed him. But what if the Ravens played Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson at the same time? That would be interesting. It'd be tough to... <laughs> Tough to defend. Uh, Saints, same thing happened with the Saints. Uh, that that about Rashawn Bateman, but the Saints lost Michael Thomas. Yep. He tried to rehab his footsie injury, but it didn't work, and he is now, they're saying, done for the season. Also, no Brandon Cooks tonight for the Texans as they play the Eagles on Thursday Night Football. Uh, no practice for Titans quarterback Brian Tannehill for those hoping he will play in Kansas City. And Hall of Fame punter, my guy, Ray Guy, has died at the age, tender age. Of 72. After a long illness. Rest in peace, the greatness that is, Ray Guy. Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods are teaming up for the next made-for-TV golf match. It will be December 10th at Pelican Golf Club in Florida. Mm. They will take on Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. Well, those are huge names. I kind of wish we had. I, I like when you throw a little... Uh, you throw a little celebrity in there. You throw some personality. I like the, the cross-sport crossover. Yeah. yeah, I like that a little bit better. 12 holes, under the lights, 
and it will be on TBS. Okay. I'll check it out a little bit. But December I, 10th. I just think when you've got, uh, when you throw a little a little cachet in there, I liked when they were doing the Steph Curry or the Manning and the Brady and stuff like that. But, you know, big names. Number two. Number two. Number two. Uh, Philadelphia takes center stage in the sports world tonight. Phillies hosting Game 5 of the World Series. They are tied 2-2 with the cheating-ass Astros. Yeah. No, and uh, they're also down one nothing already. Oh, it's already one nothing. Yeah, one it's already one nothing. Yeah, Astros. The Top Eagles of the first. are on Thursday night football in Houston, ironically enough. And um, also the Sixers announced today that James Harden will miss a month due to a foot sprain. Uh, what do you think gets bigger ratings tonight? Trash football on Thursday night or Game 5 of the World Series between the same two cities? Well, trash football has been averaging about $13 million on Amazon. Does the World Series grab 13 mil? I don't know that it does, but remember Philly. Like, I would love to see the ratings in Philly. In Philadelphia. I would assume the World Series is way bigger in, in Philly Houston. than... Well, no, in Houston. Like, because they, they don't care about the Texans, right? In Houston, yeah. it's going to be all World Series. In Philly, I would love to see the split of Eagles versus Phillies. Yeah, but that's a. I, I just assume that the World Series is much greater than a meaningless NFL game, right? Well, it's the NFL. It's the NFL. Eagles, man. These fans are crazy. I want to look and see what the, a World Series game brings in. By the way, Number look at Buck. One. Three straight texts, I like Buck. Those exact words. Look three, at that. Three straight text. People like Ike. Different people like numbers. Buck. Different numbers. Must love cold cut sandwiches, too. Dude, you're the man. Yeah. That's gonna. That's what's going to keep you from getting this job, Buck. Now you can't leave. Everyone loves you. Uh, Kyrie Irving now says he can't be anti-Semitic if he knows where he comes from. And okay. for that, and being an all-around clueless douche, the Nets have suspended him for a minimum of five games they say until they are able to address the harmful impact of his commentary and behavior. I, I still don't understand why they're doing this. Clearly, this is what he believes. He's not backing down from it. You're backing him into a corner, and that seems to work so well. So you're basically saying that you're suspended until you come out and, and read a statement that you don't believe in. He's telling you who he is. I, I just, I, if you're the Nets, I don't know where you go from here. Suspending him five games is not going to change his belief set. More on that coming up. But up next, let's turn our attention to your Portland Trailblazers. They are number two in the West still. Yeah, coming off a loss. Lost last night. No Damian Lillard. When will he be back? Blazers insider Jason Quick joins us for his weekly hit next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, our picks against the spread coming up next. Locks, cash a coming your way. Uh, But right now... It is time for our weekly chat with Blazers insider Jason Quick. Portland dropping to 5-2 and two after last night's loss to Memphis. Jason, can you read me? Yes, how are you? Hi. Well, I'm damn great. You know, um, you've been in our old studios. We're in new studios now, and they just finished them for us, and tonight's our first show in them, and they're, and they're wonderful. You, you would like them. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Hey, we got a couch now. You can take a we got a couch. You can take a little nap if you want. <laughs> now, the great thing about – well, actually, I can't remember. You guys had kind of a view of the river before. Did, so yeah, there. we did. Yeah, not so much. A great view. Yeah. But now there's no window. Yeah. We got a view of a guy named uh, – is his name Ricky? And, uh, yeah, he kind of hangs out in front of there. And, yeah, you got a good idea what Ricky's up to. Yeah. yeah. No good. <laughs> well, I mean – it depends on what your view is, but yeah, for for the most part, no good. Ricky is definitely high as a kite. <laughs> yes, but yeah. uh, that's Northwest Portland for you. Yeah. So, what are the? Um, so I was watching the Blazers last night, going, oh, yeah. you know, it's like no Damian Lillard. What? It's like it's two different teams. So, what are the realistic expectations for the Blazers without Damian Lillard? I guess I'll ask you that first. Well, first, I think he'll be back. Uh, on Friday against Phoenix. Mm. Um, but look, I, I think this team with or without Damian Lillard plays hard. And I think that's 60 to 70% of the battle in the NBA is getting teams to play hard night in, night out for the entire game. And I think the Blazers have pretty much done that this entire season. And, uh, you know, there's some things that, when Dame is out, they get exposed. Like I thought last night, Jeremy Grant, I, I think he's a wonderful player, but I think all of his strengths are on the defensive end or most, his biggest strengths are on the defensive end and where he gets into trouble is when he starts thinking that he is a number one, number two option and, you know, tries these high degree of difficulty shots, tries to create off the dribble. And I think we saw what four travels last night, and just some really forced shots. And that happens more when Dame is not in the game where people like Jeremy Grant feel like they need to pick up the slack and and kind of play outside of themselves. So I think as this season matures a little bit, 
you know, Chauncey Billups and the team will realize, okay, Jeremy, we don't need you in those situations. We need to reel you back a little bit in those type of situations. Uh, I'm not taking anything away from him as a player, but I think he's been at times playing a little bit outside of his lane, particularly offensively. Um, and then I think like last night we saw a little bit of, you know, the youth of, of Shaden Sharp, uh, just couldn't could make the move, but couldn't quite finish. And I think that part of that is playing a physical team like Memphis. Probably the first time they he's faced that type of physicality, and you know, feeling like you're in the open and, and ready to finish, but not realizing that hey, there's another guy that's going to be coming at you and, and putting a body on you. So uh, obviously. This isn't the same team without Dame, and I think we saw that last night. But all that said, look, Memphis is a very good team. Miami, the other team that beat Portland, is a very good team. And I don't think they got embarrassed in either either showing. So I still think this has been a very positive start to Portland's season. And you mentioned with, with Sharp, I mean, you're going to get some up and down. But you look at Simons at another one last night at, at 31 is, is he arrived and what what do you expect like where do you think his ceiling is yeah i think you have to say he's arrived and the funny thing about him is in a couple of these games you know it's early third quarter and you're like oh god he's having an off night and then boom yeah. he's got 26 27 points this guy i mean i don't know that we've seen this from uh you know maybe outside of lillard and I guess CJ could at times, but a guy who can just instantly get hot and, and carry you for an entire quarter. But Simons has turned into that, you know, in the opener, it was in the fourth quarter. Uh, he had that other, what a 22 point third quarter that he was just nuts in last night. He went nuts. It's really fun to watch. And I think another thing is we've seen that this team is never really out of it. Uh, you know, last night they came back from 17 down, big deficit in the fourth quarter, and, and got back into it fairly quickly because they have a, such a lethal three-point shooter like Ann. Are guys talking about Kyrie Irving at all? Players, I mean? I haven't heard it. Uh, I haven't been in the locker room all that much, but I haven't heard it. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering about that. And I've also been thinking a little bit about Myers Leonard lately. You know, his career yeah. ended after that anti-Semitic uh, remark on the video game. Have you talked to Myers? Do you know what he's up to now? I have. Actually, he reached out um, last week, and he is he had ankle injury last year, last spring, and it was really an odd thing. His, um, his ankle was bothering him, and it got to the point where it was cutting off blood, and it, it made his left calf shrink. And so he had to have surgery to fix it. He's on the mend now. He feels like – or he feels like – some. he says some teams are reaching out to him. So he feels like he's going to get another shot in the NBA. Um, but we talk more personal stuff. He, he just had a son, and, you know, I looked at his baby pictures, and we just kind of checked in on each other. But this was before – kind of all the Kyrie stuff blew up. But I think what that shows is 
if you're a marginal NBA player, you're easily disposed of. If yeah. you're a star, uh, you know, they're going to make exceptions and maybe suspend you and, and, and stuff like that. So it, it kind of depends what your pay grade or your uh, your level, your talent level is and how you're punished. Yeah, I'd make the argument that what Kyrie did is a lot worse than, than Myers Leonard and, you know, five-game suspension. Not that, you know, players are necessarily talking about Kyrie, but when you look at the way – you know, the some of the team building has gone recently, and it hasn't gone well. Not going well with Harden, not going well out in Brooklyn. Um, yeah. You know, is there... LA. An, yeah, in L.A. Is there an element of the oh, is team building entitled star? Is Because for a while, that was... You, you did whatever you could to recruit guys and get the big names. It, has that faded from the, um, I don't know, from the marquee in the NBA that that is becoming a less attractive way to try to do this? Probably, probably. I always think it kind of depends on the star you have too. You know, like I don't feel like Giannis is out there openly recruiting uh, guys. I I don't know. Uh, You know, Luca. I don't feel like he's out there openly recruiting guys. But I, I think it also depends on the management and what their view is. Uh, and and what their pressure is to to win, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a good point, Jason. I think you know it's shown that it's not the easy fix that it looks like on paper. That there's a lot more that goes into uh, building a championship team. There's there's chemistry, there's fit, uh, style of play, all that kind of stuff. Well, I do think um, just and it's such a small sample size, but if you look at the teams that are at the top of the East and the West early in the season, they are all that. They are all team chemistry um, yep. clubs. You know, you've got the Bucks and the Cavs and Toronto in the East, and you've got Portland and Phoenix and Utah and Memphis <laughs> in the West. The Utah Jazz. Well, but they play as a team, Harley. man. Yes, and, and built to fit, you know. Yes. We need outside shooting. We need this. We need that, you know, and built to a style of play that their coach wants to play. That's right. And the Sixers are under 500 with a bunch of stars. The Clippers are 4 and 4, the Lakers are 2 and 5. I mean the Warriors I would imagine will bounce back, but um yeah, it's inter- interesting interesting point. Um you know, it's just one of those now that if I'm a team like Portland or you know anyone, just I just take Portland cuz it's obviously where we're at, but you know, this idea now of of swinging for the fences on one of these troubled stars. If you would have come to me 2 years ago and said, "Hey, a guy's got some baggage, but He's an uber-talented player. I would have said in a heartbeat, and I did, you make a play for that because talent wins. And I'm I'm just not so certain anymore that if I'm a GM sitting in that position and, and someone calls and says, hey, I've got troubled six-time All-Star here. Would you like to try to be the, the team that, that uh, re- rehabs him? I'm not so certain that I take that call. Yeah, I'm with you. I think a lot of these guys, though, too, you know, Harden's starting to get in the twilight of his career. Wes, Westbrook's in the twilight of his career. Uh, a lot of these guys uh, that have been searching for a super team or searching for uh, the quick way to success are doing it because they're in the in, at the tail end of their careers and they're kind of chasing something. Anything else we need to know before we uh, move on to making people money with our hot football picks? 
No, I just think uh, if you haven't tuned in to watch Shaden Sharp or if you haven't gone to a game, uh, I really think he's the real deal. I, I think he's really entertaining. I think he's he's still really raw, but he is he's something else. You can see it. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a really fun season. And I think it really bodes well for the future of this franchise that they have him, Simons, uh, and Lillard, but particularly Simons and, and Sharp, two young guys who are uber talented and pretty good kids too. I mean, Anthony's one of my, one of my favorite players just as a, a human. That guy's just such a, a sweet, well-respectful kid. And, and Shaden seems like that too. He's very innocent, very nice, polite. And, uh, it, it kind of makes you dream a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that would be huge for the franchise. I saw that Chauncey compared Sharp to uh, Brandon Roy. And Vince Carter, And right? Vince Carter, yeah. What do you think of that, and who do you compare him to? Yeah, I, I think definitely more Vince Carter than Brandon, just because I think Shaden has a ton of explosiveness and a ton of just, like, leaping ability. Uh, but I get where he was going with, with Brandon. He was talking about how everything is so smooth and how he can like get to his spots and he doesn't, doesn't allow defenders to kind of speed him up or slow him down. It, it's all at his pace. Like Brandon was so good at that. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think he's much more explosive than Brandon ever was. And that's not taking anything away from Brandon. Brandon was obviously a awesome player, but uh you know what Shaden can do is is pretty amazing from a leaping standpoint. He had one I, I saw in, in warmups where he casually it wasn't like he got like a half court warm up thing. It was just the layup line. He had one where he brought it between his legs, had like a almost like a three sixty, and then dunked it like with it like with the ball facing the wrong way in his wrist. It was one of the more imp- like it would have won a dunk contest, and he did it in warmups. See, I. To me, in cases like this, I, I always turn to what the players are saying. And I think, you know, years ago, I was telling you guys on these type of visits that the locker room is raving about Anthony Simon. Yeah. Like, they were huge on him. They could see it. They could see that talent. They know it. They're out there scrimmaging and playing, and they know what is, wow, that's a wow talent, you know. And they are like that with Shaden just his smoothness, you know, talking to Justice Winslow and they, they warm up uh, before practice at the practice facility before every practice. And he's like, just the way he moves and the way he shoots, it's so smooth. And, you know, Drew Eubanks said in my five years in the NBA, I haven't seen anybody who can get in the air. And then it's like, he's deciding what to do because he can glide for that long. Cause he's up there so high, you know, all this stuff, every player, you know, Anthony saying, I'm no longer the, the biggest jumper on this team. And, and what he does, man, that's special. It takes a lot for an NBA player to admit that type of stuff about other guys. But when you have it, you have it. And guys just concede it. And it happened with Anthony when he was a kid with the veterans. And it's happening now with Shaden, uh, with the veterans recognizing, giving him props as a kid. So I always, I always put the most stock in what the players are saying. Jason Quick, our Blazers insider. You can read his stuff in The Athletic. He joins us here on The Fan every Thursday at 515. Thank you, sir, and uh, have a great week. Okay.
See you guys. All right. We'll see you later, Jason Quick. 515 on Thursdays. Up next, Robin the Bank. Stability is boring. Shoot or shoot. Let's go. <laughs> 10 units. Ten let's go. 10 units. We got a 10-unit play and play. Here's Buck. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Isaac and Souk are ready to predict this week's college and NFL outcomes with their usual laser-like accuracy. How about if I take your money and kick you in the balls three times? Is that a fair deal? A deep dive on the games that matter and some that don't. Football is football. Football's football. This is Roppin' the Bank with Isaac and Souk on 1080. Somebody's making money. The Fan. All right, we're going to have to spread this over two segments. We have so many locks today. <laughs> You're feeling that confident. And I think Buck, uh, Buck's getting in on this this week. You know. Y'all hop in there. Water's warm. Buck's a gambling man. Uh, Big Zook. Gambling with that BS cold cut take. Three and three last week. Plus 16 units. You did pick up a unit because you had uh, San Francisco cover. Yep. And uh, I went a one and two again. And now down 32 units. This is this is where the big push happens. As but Vince I just Lombardi want to tell say. you, I've just been goofing off until now. And yeah. now, I, now, now you're now, taking it seriously. I'm ready. Let's and I tell go. you what, hey, look, shoot or shoot, baby. I'm yeah. sticking with I'm sticking with my my patented system. It hasn't worked yet, but it's about to. This week's huge. So um, we'll let you go first. Are we starting in? Co- I've got two college picks. Okay. Do you have any college picks? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to grab the eight points here. I think Georgia wins this game at home. But Tennessee, when you look at all of their offensive metrics, it is eerily similar to what Joe Burrow and LSU were doing. Mm -hmm. This is Sam Bradford, Oklahoma. This is Joe Burrow, LSU. This is a dominant offensive unit. And and Georgia plays good defense, but they're without arguably their best uh, rusher. And Georgia's looked good. They haven't looked nearly as dominant. And I think Tennessee can score. I think Tennessee can score on Georgia. So I think this is going to be a close game. I think these are arguably, not really arguably, these are the two best teams in the country. And I'm getting eight points from a team that arguably you could make a strong case is the best team in the country. I think Georgia wins, but eight to me is too much. So I'm going to grab the Tennessee Volunteers who have been good to me this year. I'm going to grab them for two units. 
It's a good play, but I shall say to you, not so fast. <laughs> Taking the Bulldogs. I have a five-unit play on Georgia minus eight. This makes me feel much, much better about well, my Tennessee play. the rop. It should make you feel better. Now, here's why I'm doing this. Did we think Georgia was two scores better than Tennessee after weeks one or two or three? Yes. We did. I still think that. Tennessee is deserving of number one. They are good. Their offense with tempo will pose problems for Georgia, as you said. But I see a lot of value on Georgia here. First reason is... Fade the public, baby. Yeah. Tennessee is the public's darling, and I'll always go against a lopsided public bet, particularly when they're going against the reigning champs, who we know is an excellent team in their big games. Um, and their only other big game of the year, they won by 46. Second reason, Tennessee only has had two road games, and one of them they needed overtime to pull it out. There is no tougher road test than in Athens. Third reason, when you have Georgia's attention is when I think you get their best game. Again, see Oregon... Um, we know is a damn good team. They beat them 49-3. to I do think some of the shine has come off Georgia a little bit because they're kind of sleepwalking through some of these games. This one will have their attention. This is their biggest game, and they get it at home. And the fourth reason, actually I have five reasons. Fourth reason is I don't think Tennessee can stop Georgia. I agree with you, Tennessee's offense is going to be tough, but the, I can't get over the Vols' pass defense is ranked 122nd. Georgia is a top-five offense. That's the thing. Georgia is yep. right behind Tennessee in offense. So I just don't think Tennessee is going to be able to stop Georgia. And the fifth reason is I think Georgia's defense, all it needs to get to get that extra score and cover this spread is a is a punt or two here or a turnover there, and that D will get it in Athens. I have Georgia winning this game 44-31. to 31. All right. And then my second one that I'm going to go in college is they're on a heater right now. They're ranked my Oregon State Beavers. Mm. Getting four and a half on the road mm. at Washington. Mm. Washington's defense is atrocious. I think the Beavers have the secondary to play with the receivers in Washington. I like Penix Jr., but I like Oregon State. I think this is a field goal game. I love the Beavers here. I'm going a three-unit play on my Beavers to go up and get a cover, if not the, the win outright. I like that. I have a play on that game as well. Let's go. It's not on either of the sides, though, with the, what do they call it, the atmospheric river yeah. coming up with the Beavs probably wanting to slow that game down, not having much of a, a quarterback situation going on, and having, like you said, Suk, the defense to probably slow down Penix and company. I'm taking under 54 and a half. Okay, 54 and a half. I got you down. How many units? Oh, do, boy. Do what, what, have, what did I start with? Do you have balls? Well, you can go anywhere from one to five one units, to five. and we all have three 10-unit plays we can use throughout the year. Let's make this, uh, we'll make these middle-of-the-road plays, make these three-unit plays. All right, I've got one more college. I'm going to be on UCLA minus 11. They are at Arizona State. The Sun Devils barely beat Colorado last week, and the Bruins are just good. More importantly, they're good up front. And the team that uh, ASU has played that most resembles UCLA up front is Utah, and the Utes beat them by 21. UCLA's offense is balanced. It is top 10 in the country, by the way. I don't know how many people know that. But UCLA is scoring uh, the three offenses that Arizona ha State has seen that are this good. Oklahoma State, USC, and UW averaged in those three games 38 points. The Bruins still have a ton to play for in the Pac-12. Uh, they only have one loss. They know they can't slip up, and they lost to Arizona State last year. UCLA's defense can be had, but Arizona State just benched their quarterback. Emory Jones didn't play in the Colorado game. This game is a breeze. UCLA, 89, Arizona State, 4. <laughs> now I'm flipping over to the NFL, and I'm starting again. Oh, uh, excuse what, me. What, what? Five units. Five units. Because I have balls. Ooh, that is. 
I do not. I have one five-unit play in the NFL. Ooh, this is your first. This is my first. Well, no, I had a Packer five-unit play, and I lost it. Now, are you flipping over to the NFL here? Yeah, I'm flipping okay. to the NFL. Let's pause because we've got we've got more hot locks to get to. Let's yeah. uh, take a break, and when we come back, we'll get to uh, some of our NFL picks. By the way, one other college note. When the spreads came out earlier, or maybe it was Monday show, we were talking about what is up with Oklahoma State only being favored by three over Kansas? I think it's down to like one now. It's even. It's a pick em. <laughs> And that is terrifying because both of us thought, and I'm a Kansas fan, I love them, but both of us looked at that and went, oh my God, Gundy, yeah. they'll regroup, right? right? For some reason, that spread is now a pick em. I There are a couple reasons. One, it looks like KU's quarterback is going to play this starter, Jalen Daniels. Yeah. He's back. That's huge. And Oklahoma State's quarterback got hurt last week, and they don't. And he's kind of up in the air. So we're going with it. Well, I mean, so I can't when, touch when that. Dan, when Daniels was playing, Oklahoma or uh, Kansas was a. Yeah, he, they're good. I I can't touch that game because of the quarterback uncertainty. But I got to tell you, I still think Oklahoma State. <laughs> there's, there's some even, value there. Yes. A pick-em game. Mike Gundy's good, man. Is it in Lawrence or is it in Tim uh, Lawrence? Okay, Tim Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Now they did just lose forty-eight to nothing. Yes, but. <laughs> that may have something to do with it. All right, Rop in the Bank continues next on the Fan. All right, this is a segment that we like to call Roppin' the Bank. It's our picks against the spread each Thursday, 5.30. <clears throat> of course, I have been doing uh, the opposite of that, but uh, that changes right me <laughs> Right out. now. So now we go to the NFL. So just to review, uh, college last segment, um, Souk will be on Tennessee plus eight for two units and Oregon State plus four and a half for three. I'm taking Georgia minus eight for five and UCLA minus 11 for five. And Buck, with his first uh, play, is Oregon State and Washington under 54.5 for three uh, tomorrow night. Now, the NFL. Yeah, I'm going to start out with my Seahawks on the road against your Arizona Cardinals. Now, this is the Seahawks getting two, and I get that they're on the road, but let's not act like Arizona is some sort of giant hostile environment there. I think there's real problems in Arizona. And I know having Hopkins back, I mean, he makes a huge difference. And you look at Murray's stats with and without him. But there there's still serious issues with that offense. And let's not forget the last time these two teams played, Arizona put up a whopping nine points. And if you look at Seattle's pass defense, after week four, they're seventh in the NFL in uh, in pass defense. They have they have a good secondary and they're getting some good pass uh, some good pass rush out of a uh, an unheralded front here. And then I really like Seattle's offense. I just think they're the better team, and I get that it's on the road, but I'm getting points with what I believe is the better team and the non-dysfunctional team. I'm going to go ahead and I'll take the two points, and Seattle wins outright here. Uh, and I'm only going to do uh, – I got two units on this. Okay. All right, fella. By the way, that was going to be my next pick as well, Seahawks plus the two. So I was going to put three units on that one as well. I'll drop you down on here, fella. Uh, three, let's see, they're getting two, you said? They're getting two. Correct. Yeah. Opened at four, getting two now. Mm. Yeah, that's so weird that Arizona's favored. You know? People still, I mean, again, it's it it's just, just smells. It's, it's a, a har- fishy one. It's a hard time. It's a little stinky. Hard time coming to grips with the, the fact that Seattle's good. All right, gentlemen. This could be my 10-uniter. Oh, boy. It could or it is. I'll decide by the time I finish my spiel here. Understand. i got to be careful. However, do you really? You're down. Actually, I don't. You, you really don't. Here's the thing, bitch. <laughs> I've never felt better about a game. You know who has a little magic? What do you got? Taylor Heineke. Oh, uh, yeah. The Heineken man. I see where you're going with this. I took a look at this game. All right, here's the deal. He's better than Carson Wentz, guys. Yes, they've, he is. They've won three in a row. 
Taylor Heineke in his last 10 starts is 8-2 against the spread. The Vikings, now they're hosting the Vikings. So he plays for the Commies, if you don't know. Yeah. They're hosting the Vikings, and the Commies are getting 3.5, and, and I am taking the points. The Vikings have played two road games. They got rolled by Philly and looked terrible. And the other one, they beat Miami, but that was with Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson. So this is the first of two straight road games for Minnesota. The second one is in Buffalo. Will they be looking ahead to the meeting against Buffalo? I don't trust Kirk Cousins. The Vikings are fat and happy. Kirk Cousins is 37% against the spread after a win. They are going to go to Washington and lose. And by the way, he sucks if he's pressured. Washington, fourth in the NFL in quarterback pressure rate. Chase Young is back. And get this little stat. My commies are 4-0 this season when getting just one turnover. Give it to them once, and they'll take it and beat you to death with it. You're telling me Kirk Cousins isn't going to give them one? Great live dog here. Ten <laughs> units, bitches. Washington, plus three and a half. The commies win this game 27-19, to 19, and Kirk Cousins throws seven interceptions. I tentatively had this written down as a three-unit play. and I was, That is a I, lock. I was going back, and the fact that you're going ten units on this is <laughs> I'm very happy that I did not make this lock. One of, my, uh, one of my four NFL picks. Easiest play on the board. But I will tell you that uh, I don't know about ten units. If you are betting this game, Washington is the right side of this. Minnesota isn't as good as uh, their record, and Washington's better than what people think. Speaking of that, um, I think at times we have a hard time accepting that teams aren't that good, and Cincinnati is not that good. Oh, dude, couldn't agree more. And Carolina... Does that, does that, does that scare you? A little bit. Carolina is not that bad. Carolina should have won that game. Carolina has a good defensive unit, and without Jamar Chase, uh, this offense continues to struggle. I think Cincinnati is, is a team that is... They're okay, but I think they're still riding that, well, this was a Super Bowl team last year. This was a 500 team that got hot at the end and kind of went on a little run. Their defense is ravaged by injuries. I really like Carolina in this game. Carolina is getting seven and a half. I get a touchdown and the hook. Carolina is playing hard right now, and people aren't acknowledging it. I think Carolina keeps this close. I think they could win this outright. I'm going five units on my Carolina Panthers. That's a big play. Getting seven and a half. You got it. I love that pick, too. I like the rationale behind both those picks. Uh, I'm a big believer if a team or people show you who you are, believe them. We saw it with the Jets last week, and uh, I'm going to fade them. I think that Buffalo, even better than they... I think that they are even better than the score indicated against Green Bay last week. Mm -hmm. um, and I just I don't see any reason they don't win by two or three or four touchdowns against the Jets. I'm going to take Buffalo minus 11.5 on the road at the New York Jets. How many unis? Three units. Okay. I got one more NFL I'm going to go with. Um, I don't feel as strongly about this one, but I do like it. I'm, I'm going to take Tampa Bay to beat the Rams. I'm only having to lay three here. Now, the Rams beat Tampa last year in the regular season, and, of course, we know they knocked them off in the playoffs en route to the title. This one is all Tampa. Both teams are really struggling. Both teams kind of suck, really. But um, I actually like the look of Tampa's defense in the first half against the Ravens last week. They've had a few extra days to recover from that game and prepare at home for what really becomes a must-win. And you know my theory on wounded teams backed into a corner. That's Tampa Bay here. Uh, Tom Brady will keep at it. 
The Rams' offense is a mess, and Cooper Cup is banged up. The Rams just don't have it this year. Uh, they lost to Cooper Rush, for heaven's sakes. Tom Brady gets right here. Tampa Bay wins this game 24-13. to I will lay Tampa minus three for four units. Okay, I'm going to go here. I got two left. I got a three and a two. I'll go with a three-unit play here. You know, I keep going back and forth, but I've consistently won money betting for and uh, against the Atlanta Falcons. <clears throat> and... I look here at Atlanta, and I think for a while there, Atlanta was overrated because they were covering the, the number. But it's it's not a great team, but they're not terrible. And a team that, that I think we overvalue right now is the Chargers. The Chargers are going to be without their two top receivers. They're going to be without their left tackle. They haven't consistently run the ball this year. And I, I think, you know, Herbert is, is, is having a bit of a down year, but I think a lot of that is circumstance. And the one thing that the Chargers don't do very well is run the ball. And what does Atlanta want to do? Run the ball. And they got Cordell Patterson coming back, that two-headed machine there. I think on the or at home, I think Atlanta getting three. I think this is good value here. I think this is a very close game. I think Atlanta may uh, win this outright. So I'm going to go three units, grab the points here with Atlanta getting three at home against the Chargers. And then my last one, out of spite. You're not going to do it, are you? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. it. You you could only lay off them for one week. I'm and by the it. way, they covered last week. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. The Green, do Bay, it? the Green Bay Packers, two units, will lose <laughs> to my Detroit Lions. So F still, you, Green Bay. You still can't quit Dan F Campbell, you. though. I can't. I love you, Dan Campbell. It's our final stand. F you, Green Bay. <laughs> F you. So Detroit plus three and a half? Yes. For... 10 units? Uh, no, that's two-unit play. I only love Dan Campbell so much. But F you, Green Bay. F you. Dan Campbell and company are coming for you. Two units, three toes, and an ass cheek. That's right. That's what we got on the line. Buck, you have any more over there? Nope. I'm going to go roll with those three. All right, here you go. Souk, Tennessee Vols, plus eight for two. Oregon State, plus four and a half for three. And in the NFL, he's going on our Seahawks, plus two for two. Carolina plus seven and a half for five. That's that. By the way, is your biggest play of the year so far? Well, again, I had I had the Green Bay for five, but I oh, lost. that's right, that's right, that's right. You said that. <laughs> Atlanta plus three for three, and Detroit plus three and a half for two. I'm on Georgia minus eight for five. UCLA minus eleven for five. Washington commies plus three and a half for eight billion. Tampa minus three for four, and Buck will be on the Oregon State Washington under fifty four and a half for three. Also on Seattle, plus two for three. And Buffalo, minus 11.5 against the Jets for three. Robbing the bank, 530s, uh, 5.30 on Thursdays. Okay, we got to move on to the club. Which states have the most dangerous animals? Next on The Fan. It's the you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.